12 minutes to 6, just before we get to our special guest talking all things NBA. Interesting on the Bob Jane team, our text line, Sandy from Finden. Hey, Ro, if my dad missed out on a gold medal to see my birth, I'd be spewing. Mm. I was in Afghanistan for my child's uh, birth, or my first child's birth, and he thinks that that's a great story. That's a great perspective. All I'd say to that is, Sandy, my kids would like me to win the gold medal in the grand final as well. Yep. But I'm not there for them. There for I'm there wife. for my wife. And but someone in the armed if forces. If I said to Jody, I'm not going to be there. Well, hmm. tell your story, walking, Steemore. <laughs> but there you are. You're in the armed forces. Yeah, you're no, in that's a good story. You've... I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and and how many times would that have happened? Oh, Sandy, well done. Thank you for sharing that perspective. Our next guest, the NBA Play-In Tournament. It began today. It's a precursor to the league's playoff series, which begins next week. And some massive developments already occurring this afternoon. Working for NBA.com, he is in the US, is Bo Estes. Bo, welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to join you guys uh, on what is obviously a big night for us with, with the play-in tournament getting started just ahead of the playoffs. And, and like you said, it was just a massive night with some, I, I don't know that it was surprising results, but it was some pretty startling results. Yeah. Before we get into the two matches today, tell us how this play-in tournament works. Okay, so typically in the NBA in the past, the top eight teams from each conference automatically just made the playoffs. So the one seed would play the eight seed, and that's how they would progress. This year, instead, uh, the seven seed, the eight seed, the nine seed, and the ten seed go into a playoff format. So the seven and eight seed play each other. The winner is automatically in. They're the seventh seed. And then the eight seed plays the winner of the nine and the ten seed, and the winner of that game becomes the eight seed. So it adds just an extra layer of drama We've been having problems in the NBA with, with the regular season being a little flat towards the end, and this helps add a, a little excitement to it. Okay. It's a bit like a wild card weekend. Do you like it? Does it? you like the fact that it rewards even lower teams? I, I do. You know, I didn't think I would at first, honestly. I, th- I think you make a good point there that it would reward lower teams. Uh, but what I think I like is that it adds stakes because, like I said, we, we've really been suffering – with teams sort of uh, coasting in the last two, three weeks of the regular season, nobody tunes in, nobody nobody uh, pays attention, uh, and it's been a real problem, teams just sort of coasting. This doesn't happen anymore. If you think that, that in the coming days, LeBron James and Steph Curry tomorrow are going to play in a play-in game here wow. uh, out in California, that's huge. Yeah. Here. I mean, that's absolutely huge, so we're excited for it. Yeah, that's Ripper. Uh, I'll go back to the Eastern Conference today, the four teams. They went head-to-head, the Hornets, the Pacers, the Wizards, the Celtics. How did that all unfold, Bo? Well, I, I tell you what, the early game here was was the, the Pacers and the Hornets, and everybody's excited about uh, LaMelo Ball. Of course, he played in Australia last year with Illawarra, uh, and he looks like he's going to be the rookie of the year here. He's, he's just a star. And so people were thinking they have a real shot at a, at a banged-up Indiana team. But Indiana just shot lights out, mm. absolutely lights out in this game. They were 16 of 35 on threes. Uh, they out-rebounded Charlotte. So they just absolutely muscled them right out. And they were in that 9-10 game. So Charlotte's done. LaMelo Ball season's over. So what that means is Indiana plays the winner of the Boston-Washington game, and and Boston just got it done. What happened in that game is that the Wizards just couldn't shoot. They couldn't hit a thing. They made just three three three-pointers 
the entire game. Only Bradley Beal was the only starter that hit one single three. And the three-pointer has become so crucial in the NBA now that, uh, you, you know, look, that's lights out. Jason Tatum scored 50 for Boston, mm. which was tremendous. But the story really is, is how badly, how just really terribly Washington shot. Okay, let's put it on you. Warriors or Lakers tomorrow and Spurs or Grizzlies? Ooh, tough. Uh, I'm going to say that the Lakers are going to win. And I'm, I'm going against what Steph has shown me in the last month. He's the greatest shooter that's ever walked the face of this earth. Yeah. He, he, I've never seen I've, – I've been covering the NBA since the mid-90s. Yep. I've never seen anything that approximates what he can do. Mm. But I think the Lakers' two stars, LeBron and Anthony Davis, strong and healthy now going into the playoffs. I think they take down the Warriors. And in the second game, I'm pretty excited about the Memphis Grizzlies. I think John Morant has a chance to do something special. Look, I don't think this is a team that's going to make the playoffs. I think both Golden State and the Lakers will make the playoffs. The loser of that Golden State-Lakers game will play the winner of Memphis and San Antonio. I think Golden State or the Lakers beat either of those teams in a single game. So I, I, I think that for Memphis, this is about getting that one win and getting just a little bit of that experience in playoff-like intensity in this play-in tournament. And again, John Morant's a young, budding star. We have so many point guard stars in the NBA right now, but he is one of them, uh, and I think he can make a name for himself tomorrow night. Before we let you go, we've got another one coming from the NBL. His name's Josh Giddy. Keep your eye out for him. He's better than LaMelo Ball. There you are. Believe me, man, I work for the NBL too, and I'm excited about Josh Giddy. I watch Adelaide play. I've seen this kid. He is a star. I saw his run of triple doubles, uh, and his game really fits. His game fits the NBA game right now. Uh, I think his I think his performance with Adelaide this year has rocketed him up into lottery contention, maybe top ten in the draft contention. Wow. I'm telling you that you know you've got some real superstars that are coming over from Australia now. It's it's just in the last five, six, seven years, the Australian world of basketball has changed, absolutely revolutionized. And I, I think he is the next one. I I saw Josh Giddy improve his shot this year. So I think that, that Australia has another young superstar to add to their collection, this kid. Bo, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Good man, NBA.com in the US. Bo Estes, our guest. How exciting is that? Not only for Adelaide fans, but for Josh Giddy. And well under the 36ers. He'll be forever mm-hmm. known as a 36ers player. And, and again, the class that Grant Kelly and JVG showed, and the coach, Connor Henry, will speak to him tomorrow, to say, you know what, we can't make finals. You need to now tuck yourself away because you're now worth, today, $12 million US dollars. Mm. Can't risk that. Now, And the kid wanted to stay. He yeah. said, no, 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 I'll see it through. No, 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 Joshy, cotton wool. So games on Friday and Sunday, and Friday night they're Friday actually night. Uh, paying respect and, and acknowledging what kind of season Josh has had to get along yeah. 36ers fans 